Welcome to the Always Evolving Podcast. This is a podcast for those committed to always learning, always growing, always evolving into greater, more expansive versions of themselves. It's about living the life you want to live, a life most only dream about. Let's explore the possibilities together. I'm your host, Erica Boucher. Hi, Erica Boucher here. Today, I want to share with you three things you need to understand about anxiety and depression and how to overcome them. Right now, anxiety and depression are at an all-time high, and anti-anxiety and antidepressant prescriptions are more prevalent than ever before. What's worse is that preschoolers are the fastest-growing population going on these drugs. Clearly, there are some things we don't understand about our emotions, and this lack of knowledge has many feeling paralyzed. That's why I created this video. I want to demystify anxiety and depression and help break this trend that we have fallen into. Here are three things we need to know about anxiety and depression and about our emotions in general. First, your emotions always have a message for you. Your body and your subconscious mind communicate with you through your emotions. You've probably experienced the sensation of doing something or making a choice that you felt really at peace with. Your body and mind were in complete resonance with that choice, meaning every part of you was in alignment with that choice. There was no inner conflict of any kind. It just felt right. You've probably also experienced a thought or have made a choice that your body and mind were not at all at peace with. And instead of that feeling of resonance or alignment, you probably felt some sort of discord or dissonance in your body, meaning your inner guidance system was telling you that something was wrong with that decision. Something was wrong with that choice. That might have shown up as an increase in heart rate or heart palpitations. That might have shown up as a tightening in your chest or in your gut. Or maybe you couldn't get your mind to settle and get quiet. You may have experienced sweaty palms or a feeling of agitation. All of these sensations, whether it's a peaceful feeling or a feeling of stress and anxiety, are your body, mind, and spirit's way of trying to tell you something. So rather than immediately going to medication as a solution to the problem, it's time for us to look at our emotions in a completely different way. The second thing we need to understand about our emotions is this. Our emotions are trying to keep us in integrity with ourselves. And if we are not at peace, that may mean that we are out of integrity with our highest good in some way. Also, realize that your emotions try to get your attention through subtler sensations first. But if we're not paying attention and we're ignoring those messages, then the messages have to get louder in order to get our attention. So what could start out as a subtle nagging feeling of discomfort and unease may start to mushroom into much more noticeable sensations. Anxiety, especially chronic anxiety, is a sign that we may have lost touch with ourselves or that we haven't been listening or paying attention to what our own inner guidance system is trying to tell us. 
To really help illustrate this point, I want to tell you about a friend who was traveling with me on one of my yoga retreats. She had recently acknowledged that she had a drinking problem and had decided a few months earlier that she wasn't going to drink anymore. However, on the retreat, several people were enjoying wine at a private catered dinner party we were having, and she really wanted to partake. So she did, thinking she would just have a little bit and it wouldn't be a big deal. And while she had just one small glass, the very next day, she experienced for the first time in her life a full-blown panic attack to the point where she felt like she was dying and asked to be rushed to the hospital. Anybody who has ever had an anxiety or panic attack knows how scary that is. Luckily, we had a doctor in our group who, by checking her heart rate and vital signs, could tell that she was okay and that it was nothing more than a panic attack. She did get through it after a few minutes and then she was completely fine. But she admitted to me later that she knew the reason she had that panic attack was because she had that drink the night before. It was her body, mind, and spirit letting her know she was out of integrity with herself. We have these built-in checking mechanisms within ourselves, helping us, guiding us, and supporting us in staying in alignment with our truth. And to the degree that we experience anxiety and even panic attacks could be a sign that this is the degree to which we have not been listening to ourselves. It's simply a sign that we have gotten off our path, that we have lost our way temporarily. And if you look at it this way, these experiences could be seen as a gift because they are not going to let us off the hook in our own lives. Again, the more intense these sensations are simply mean we weren't paying attention to or didn't know how to pay attention to the subtler messages we were getting along the way. And the third thing I really want you to understand about your emotions, this time specifically as it relates to depression, is this. Depression is not an emotion. Depression is a result of suppressed emotion. Emotions are energy in motion. And unless that energy is moving freely, unless we have the tools and the understanding on how to work with our emotional energy, we tend to ignore it, deny it, and do everything in our power to suppress it. We've all been disappointed, heartbroken, and maybe even betrayed. The problem is most of us don't know how to get past those experiences. And so in an attempt to move on, we bury them and they get stuck, lodged in our bodies and minds. Over time, if enough of that emotional energy accumulates and builds, we start to feel heavy and weighted down by unprocessed experiences of the past. So naturally, waking up in the morning and being enthusiastic about our days and about our lives is going to feel challenging. I want to tell you another story about a woman who was going through my yoga teacher training. She had been struggling with depression for most of her adult life she eventually succumbed to medication. The problem was she wasn't feeling any better. And actually every year they were upping the dosage on that medication. And as a result, she said she felt numb, like a shell of her real self most of the time. Through our work together, she acknowledged a lifetime of pent up anger, resentment, and even guilt around a relationship with one of her family members. When she finally got in touch with all of that and was given a way to process and move through all of that, 
she had a breakthrough and transformed her relationship with her husband, with her children, and perhaps most importantly, with herself. She said she had never felt freer in her life. Luckily, with a new understanding of your emotions and a few helpful tools, it is possible to work with that emotional energy in a completely different way and to actually be empowered by that energy rather than overwhelmed by it. Now, speaking of being overwhelmed, I don't want to throw too much at you at once. So in my next video, I'm going to talk about three things you can do to move emotional energy, to transform stress, anxiety, and even depression into powerful fuel for your life, and how to stay in integrity with yourself so you can live light and free every day. See you then. This episode is brought to you by my upcoming 200-hour empath yoga training. Learn how to work with and harness the energy of your life. Visit empathyoga.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Always Evolving. Please feel free to share this episode with anyone you think might appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this podcast, let me know by giving me a five-star rating. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, keep evolving.